This is Unqualified Parenting. If you're looking for tips on parenting, relationships, self-care, or just need someone to relate to, you've come to the right place. We may be unqualified, but our info is anything but. It's a show full of parenting failures, parenting wins, and some amazing guests. I'm Jen, a full-time bio mom and part-time stepmom. And I'm Cody, a dad who recently remarried and has full custody of his daughter. And we're here to bring you our unique perspectives from our two very different blended families. Hello, Jen. Hi, Cody. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm getting around a little bit better. Yeah. I'm vaccinated fully because yes. I did the one and done. Jen one and two. no, you called it one and dead. Yeah. So I'm still waiting. <laughs> You're still taking. I mean, if I survived COVID, I gotta survive the J and J. That's true. That's true. How's your How's your belly? It's It's a little sore, but not too bad. Yeah. My hormones are like. Mm, just like a teenager. Yeah, but like... Foreshadowing. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. We were laughing as the intro was playing because Jen bought me a package of fruit stripe gum. Which, if you're around our age, I mean, that was the gum you went for when you are a little kid. Yeah. You get the tattoos, everything zebra striped, the flavor lasts 10 seconds. And when we worked together, we tested that. We mm-hmm. tested the flavor-lasting abilities of Fruit Stripe gum. And I think we got, what, like 30 seconds out of it before we, we both... We tested many times, yeah. Before we both spit it out. Yeah. yeah. We, we ate a whole pack, and we're like, oh, this one was 30 seconds, too. All right, next one. That one was 30 <laughs> seconds. And then I wrote them an email <laughs> complaining about how the flavor doesn't last. Just being a dumb asshole and thinking it was funny. And some we poor, clearly were very busy that day. Some poor person at the Fruit Stripe Gum headquarters wrote me this email back that was like, "We are so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we let you down. You were expecting lasting flavor, and fucking yipes, the zebra didn't bring it. So the next pack's on us, and we apologize." And I feel like such a jerk. <laughs> I was expecting some funny response like, yeah, what the fuck do you expect? It hasn't changed in 30 years. This was made by a zebra. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> nope. <clears throat> More foreshadowing of me being an asshole. <laughs> but I, I also bought you Reese's sticks. I was yeah. trying to buy you your favorite candies to try to help you feel like less of an asshole. It worked. It worked. Good. I don't feel like it. And I mean, whiskey always. This helps. one did remind me of being an asshole. <laughs> well, <I guess laughs> that one didn't work then. Well, I appreciate the effort, though. We'll get some dehydrated something next time. Freeze dried. Yep. Freeze dried. Uh. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the double standard of step parenting since we've just passed up our. Mother's Day holiday. It's a good time. And you know what? We didn't even talk about Mother's Day. I know. We didn't talk about it before, we and we're not people. talking about it now. Oh, shit. Well, never mind. <laughs> we always miss these holidays. I know. We didn't even like, hey, men out there, is Mother's Day coming up. And you know what's funny? Like, we sit down and plan out all of our episodes, and we're just like, oh, Mother's Day? Nope. <laughs> yeah. So. Moms. We're abo- sorry, moms. Abo- You're amazing. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Even to stepmoms or not unmarried stepmoms. Or here's a question for you. Okay. And this is, I guess, more single parent related. Okay. 
as we were shopping for the perfect card for Mikkel that was written by somebody else, mm-hmm. which is as I, is I, tradition. Greeting cards always. It's like it's like oh yeah, let's see let's see if someone could get close to what I would say with the dog on the cover. <laughs> you, you know, I've always found greeting cards so weird because it's like someone else's words, and you're just like, yep, that's mine. Yep, yep, that's mine. <laughs> so they had a bunch of cards for um dads and some were for same-sex couples and some were for single dads that said you know you're you're a dad every year so you should be celebrated on this day and yet you couldn't find jack shit for the moms no i could my question is how do we feel about giving that holiday to single parents of the opposite sex because i feel like it's kind of like like, I was a single dad for a little bit. I didn't feel like I needed Mother's Day. I have Father's Day. Yeah. So, like, how would you feel, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know what I'm getting at here. I just think it's funny that, like, like some people feel the need to, like, celebrate Mother's Day when they're a father and not Father's Day. They feel like they need to have both days. And I've met some moms that feel like they need to have both days, too. Hmm. And I feel like that kind of, it doesn't take anything away from anybody because of course it wouldn't. I just think it's interesting that some people feel the need that like, I need both days. <laughs> I'm the mom and dad. I'm the mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> I breastfeed and build. <laughs> I don't know. I just That was sexist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I breastfeed and I nurture as well as a dad. Is that better? Oh <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, man, getting <laughs> digging a hole here. Do, do, do you get no, what I get what you're you saying, what saying, and I feel like you need to have a realistic expecta- expectation Ex-potato. for what you can expect <laughs> from your kid. I have an expectation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. How's that white claw? Let me take it's a. So good. Let me take another shot of whiskey. There you go. That's what it feels like. Maybe this is why it bugs me. Let's jump into my childhood. Oh, so, what a dark, depressing, one-legged place to be. It is. Yeah. Let's go. So I was born on my sister's Wait, second birthday. Do we have a going back in time? sound <laughs> thank you isn't that like the batman like the old batman like? <laughs> yes so i was born on my sister's second birthday we share a birthday my siblings and i we're all september births that means parents getting jiggy with it in january new year's is it one of their birthdays in january so my little brother's birthday is eight days after ours we're the eighth he's the 16th growing up it's very creepy what? That you were all born that close together. I know. It's, it's like, like you, what? You, you guys, like, there were some miscarriages in there, but it's like, really? You guys only bone on New Year's it's Eve? Like, it's like no protection day or something, January 5th. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sorry, babe, stores are closed. You know, it's New Year's Eve. Nothing's open past 10, which is a lie. But so growing up, they'd have to give my little brother something on our birthday. Why? To shut them the fuck up. You know, I have heard of sibling gifts, and I do not support that. And so, like, like we'd have, we shared a birthday, so both of us would get presents, and he'd be left out. 
a fucking course you're left out. It's not yeah, your birthday. It's a week it. away. Yeah. You know, and like, like. And you don't have to share it. Whereas like, your other siblings, they have to share a birthday. Yeah, the few parties we had, like it had to be like five of my friends and five of hers. And it always ended up like us fighting. And then my little brother crying in the corner because he doesn't get anything. That's what it reminds me of. That's why I'm at. I need to see a therapist. Let's move <laughs> on. Uh, the, the whole like thought of giving siblings gifts on the birthday, like, no, it's not your birthday. And if you teach them, oh, just because they're getting something, you have to get something. Like, how about you teach them to be excited for their sibling? Which, no, isn't natural. I told my daughter, if you're upset, because she was very upset that it was going to be Benjamin's birthday and her sister's birthday, which Benjamin's basically her brother. She calls him her brother. Yeah, They're one day apart. So she's like, they both get presents. They both get parties. When is my birthday? Your birthday was two months ago, dude. Like, it's over. And so I told her, you can feel jealous and you can feel mad and you can feel upset and you can come to me and you can cry about it and say, it's not fair. I want presents, but at the party, try to show that you're happy for them. Try to hand them their gifts and be excited for them. Cause they'll let you play with their stuff mm-hmm. and then come talk to me about it later. But at their party, it's about them and you try to be happy for them. Even if you have to fake it, mm-hmm. Then come tell me later. Did you guys have a party for Finley? Did we miss Just something? Just a little one. Okay. Back to the initial topic, which was... <laughs> Mother's Day. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it kind of was, but um, just the double standards of step parenthood, mm-hmm. which I thought about being a whole episode. So listeners, if you have lots of stories, maybe we could turn it into one. But my stepdaughter was at school and they were having them make a Mother's Day craft which is fine um and she was talking to me about it and she's like oh we had so much fun and we did this and that with the teacher um and I don't mean to be rude but I realized when I was done making it that I forgot about you and I said that's fine because I know I'm not really your mom hold up (laughs) this girl needs to learn to just keep her mouth shut (laughs) exactly but also like don't say anything then hey I was gonna get you something but then I decided you're just not worth it so I just didn't do anything I knew I didn't do anything but I just still didn't do anything I think she felt guilty so like she ratted herself out but yeah it's like just it's fine but she said but I'll make you something else um which like that she made a super sweet card that was very thoughtful and like it was like five pages long of like writing how much I mean to her, which was like better than any gift. Yeah. So that was awesome. Um, but what it made me realize is in the situation that kids are supposed to think about mom or dad, they think about their mom and their dad, not their stepmom or dad but as a step parent if someone asks you about your kids and you don't mention your stepkid or think about or consider or forget you're exactly it's like you should have and i get we're the adult and blah 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 but still it just shows it's not instinct Mm-hmm. it's not like when you think about your daughter or your son you usually think about your bio kid so this is something dads experience all the time. 
dads, if like I'd have my daughter for the summer and everywhere we went, Oh, is dad babysitting today? <laughs> oh, does dad get to play mom today? I'm like, no, fucker. I've had her for three months. It's just her and I. It's, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's yeah. like these stigmas. And yeah. As a step parent, if you forget the step kid, you're an asshole. Yeah. If they forget you, that's just because yeah, you're not their oh, real mom. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you said, well, they're not my real kid, everyone would be like, <gasps> what did you just How say? You? Yeah. And you're the worst. It, it just like made me kind of angry at people's expectations. And I hope that we can start to break those. I, I think... I think the definition of mom is a little too narrow. And the yeah. definition of dad is a little too narrow. Like, I get that, like, being a stepmom is like, you're a stepmom. But, like, why can't we just be like, yeah, you're my mom and you're my mom and you're my dad? Like, if Aubrey had a stepdad, I, if she said, yeah, this is my dad and this is my other dad, cool. Yeah. Or, like, if. If you want to call them, like, my, she still calls me Jen, which to me, like, that's what I still feel like I'm her stepmom. It would be weird for her to call me stepmom. Yeah. And who, she, who calls her stepmom stepmom? Yeah, I think it's weird. Is it like, Cinderella? <laughs> probably. Um, but I see lots of posts like, there's no step in our family. We're just family, which, I mean, yeah, I call us our family, but, like, if you want, technically speaking, you're a step family. And if you're getting to know people, like my neighbors will ask, like, so is Lily there part-time, half-time? Like, when is Lily there? Because our kids are now hanging out with your kids and they miss Lily. So when is she coming back kind of thing? And I don't get offended. Like, they're assuming anything. Like, it's it should be an open discussion. And in that case, yeah, it makes sense to say she's my stepdaughter because if I just kept saying she's my daughter right. and they're like, well, why doesn't your daughter, is she at boarding school? <laughs> like, where does she yeah, go can, all the time? We can't stand her. <laughs> yeah, so we, we get send her away like a lot. <laughs> two weeks at a time. <laughs> so there's like, it should be whatever your family's comfortable with and like, if, if people forget or don't want to call their stepkids their stepkids and they want to call them Lily or they want to call them my kid or my daughter, yeah. like it is whatever you're comfortable with. And I wish people would stop thinking, oh, step is bad. We're not a step family. We're a family. Like there's, it's just whatever you're comfortable with and what the kids are exactly. comfortable with. We ran into an issue with Mikkel because she'd introduced Aubrey as her daughter and people know how old Mikkel is, and they know how old Aubrey is, and they get that, like, beautiful mind doing the calculations <laughs> in the background. And Mikkel would have had to been 15 when Aubrey was Oh, born. man. And so we, we had, yes, that's my stepdaughter. No, I'm not a teen mom. <laughs> not that there's, yeah, there's a lot wrong with that. You don't want to be a teen mom. But, you know, we, we had to do that because otherwise – people would assume uh, and it's so stupid you have to worry about that why do we have to worry about that like why can't you just when lily's with you why can't you just be mom and when she's with the other mom that can be mom and yeah and if we meet someone that i know i'm probably never gonna talk to again i'll just say or they say oh is this your daughter i'll just say yep and or they'll say is that your mom and she'll just say yep because we both understand it's not fucking worth going into with this specific person yeah and it's yeah it's not necessary like yeah Mom just means caretaker. Dad just means ter- caretaker. Caretaker. Yeah. Ter- 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 
tearing of those cakes. Tater caker. Ex potato. <laughs> I agree. It is a double standard. And on top of that double standard, if you do any type of discipline, you're a fucking witch. Oh, now you're the stepmom because you should not be disciplining that kid. Yep. You're not their mother. No, my kid, <laughs> you don't tell my kid what to do. It's stupid. Yeah. And it needs to end. And you know what's really hard is before I had a Finley, I did not, or even when Finley was a baby, like sometimes we would go on vacation with just Finley and it would really be like a work vacation because I'd be working half the time and I would just wear her while I worked on my computer because she was an infant. She slept most of the day and my husband would feel guilty about not taking Lily on this vacation. And I'm like, why the fuck? Like, that's a whole kid that we'd have to worry about and clothe and pack and like deal with. It's it's like a it's like a leaky backpack full of water that you're just gonna <laughs> have to carry everywhere. <laughs> but to him, he's looking at it like I'm taking one of my kids to St. George and not taking the other one. And I didn't like quite understand this concept until I had a kid. And now I understand, like, sometimes you do want to take them and experience these things with them. But before I had a kid, I never wanted to do family vacations. I was like, let's just mean you go drink and get, like, fucking wasted and, like, do poker and, like, play games and, and party. Like, I remember when we were in Greece, we went to a club in Greece, the island of Crete off of Greece. We went night clubbing. My husband's never been nightclubbing with me. Like he doesn't do that. But the rest of his family was doing that, please and it was amazing. Please tell me there's video of Steve like trying to like dance to some trance. Music. No, he just sat there. I danced, <laughs> but that would have been amazing. Did he wear a hat to the club? No. Okay. <laughs> he dressed up. <laughs> All right. But like, you can't do that shit with kids. And I don't have a kid. I don't understand that you want to take your kid to experience some things and that them crying and throwing fits because that's that's, part of it. that's what on trips Lily gets very hyper and she throws more tantrums and acts like not herself. She is a sweet, like, she's a sweet kid, very yeah. empathetic, very super genuine. helpful. We go on trips, it's like, it's like a monster has replaced her and she's regressed five years and it could be cause we don't go very often, but it's weird. Like it's night and day. So I didn't, it made me even more like, I don't want to go with her. So again, there's that double standard of you ex like bio parents expect step parents to be understanding of this. We don't get it until we have our own kid. Some of you might, some of you may be better about it than me, or you may have stepkids that are more themselves on vacation, or you may be in my situation where it's like becomes a battle every single day. But I wish people would be more patient with step parents in that regard and not have that double standard and not expect us to understand. The kids don't understand. They're not thinking about us when it comes to their parents. Well, and I mean, coming coming from where you are, having a stepdaughter and a bio daughter, sometimes bio kids are a lot easier to handle because you've been with them every day. You know who they are. Yep. You know how they act and behave. You know what the triggers are. You know the warning signs. And so I can discipline them without feeling guilty. Like an ass. Yeah. Yeah. Double standards got to end. 
Yes, please. The, Let's the, all unite. The, the step designation should only be for like emergency contact forms. That's it. Other than that, it should be mom one, mom two, dad one, dad two. Yeah. And that's. And, yeah. and your kids should call you what they're comfortable with. Yeah. Usually if it's a nickname. As long as it's not dry. Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, I agree. The double standards got to end. Yeah. So let's all let's all do that, everybody. Anyone, Spread the word. Anyone who's willing to parent a child should get the benefit of the doubt that any other parent gets. Yeah. Whether they're yours or not. We're not intentionally being assholes. No. We're just accidentally being assholes. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> And that was my rant. I will step down off of my soapbox. Oh, shit. She fell. Oh, goddamn. She <laughs> fell. All right. You okay? Yep. Get back up. Are you wanting to get real? <laughs> I found yours. a switch in this chair that okay. raises this backrest. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. My whole my whole night's changed directions These here. are uh, Han office chairs. That's racist. <laughs> we just call them office chairs. All right, sorry. We don't need to designate where they're from. You want a story? Yeah. All right. Folks, I almost quit being a parent last week. I almost quit the podcast, quit being a parent. I almost sold all my belongings, grew my hair out, put it in like a little bun, little man bun. I almost like hand wove my own sandals and just walked off into the distance. (laughs) (laughs) what happened what what triggered all of this oh shit he has a letter oh no is this a classic aubrey letter folks classic aubrey letter (laughs) (laughs) if if you're a listener of the podcast which you would be if you're listening to the podcast you know that we'll have these like hey Jen, what'd your kid do? And Jen's got this story of how her kid was a jerk. And then she's like, hey, Cody, what'd your kid do? And I'm like, oh, she's a perfect angel. She's a blessing from the gods. And then he's had to clean his laptop several times because I puke all over it. Yeah. (laughs) Folks, last week was a rough week. (laughs) It was hard. So we had discussed with Aubrey a long time ago. And we discussed on the podcast limits on screen time certain apps, how they're not good for kids. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this. And she's spoken about it with her therapist that we don't see anymore. I'm good there. I don't need any more. I won't be able to drive home. So come Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. Come Sunday, Mother's Day, we had been over at my in-laws, and then we went home. And we manage Aubrey's app use through the Google Family Link app. We've talked about the app. It allows you to set up all their devices and you can track everything through your app. And you can set limits and downtime and bedtime and all this kind of stuff. And you can randomly shut them down if you feel like it. Or at bonus time. You can shut that shit down. It's nice. Unless they have a plethora of devices that have not been set up. Well, get home Sunday, and Mikkel comes to me, and she's like, hey, I just looked at Aubrey's app usage and screen time on her phone. She's at eight hours of YouTube today. 
Whoa. <laughs> right? Fuck. There's That's like a whole full-time job. There's nothing on YouTube that is worth that attention. There's nothing. No. I mean, not even eight hours of like Super Mario Brothers speed runs. Not worth it. Okay. <laughs> so I get looking into the app and sure enough, the Friday prior, she had like nine hours of like combined YouTube time. Now we've run into device jumping. We've run into an issue because she's into anime. That's not an issue. That's awesome. And this anime thing has taken over her life. Oh man, that's my best. Which at thirteen, things start to do that because you're trying to identify who you are. Yeah. And at thirteen, we, we I don't feel like we have the capacity to really identify who we are. So we do that through the things we watch and the friends we have. We pick friends because they're also into anime. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go over and we're going to hot tub and watch an anime. And I'm going to draw anime all day, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the videos she watches on YouTube are a mix of anime and react videos. Mm. Have you ever watched a react video? They're so cringeworthy. It's fucking, it's a waste of time. It's people stealing other people's content and then making a video of them watching that content. And reacting very dramatically to it. Right. And that's what all these videos are. Yeah, Lily watches some of those channels. And I've told her, I was like, Aubrey, you are making these people rich for doing jack shit. (laughs) And I had to like show her like, this is how much some of these YouTube channels make. Like one of the like woodworking YouTube channels I follow, he pulls in about 60K a video. I have a question. Yes. Do you think that because of the pandemic and we cannot watch tv with other people that kids are more drawn to these reaction videos because they feel like they're sharing an experience with another person no 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 not well at all. i think you're wrong <laughs> not at right, all so <laughs> because like i've read enough and i've watched enough about youtube for kids and you know if if you pay attention to like youtube youtube for kids you'll see all the top videos all follow a certain pattern format recipe format they all follow the same format right they all end on a cliffhanger that tells you to watch the next one because the next one's even better it's even crazier our reactions are more reactionary (laughs) right and so i sit her down sunday and i'm like look this is a little crazy either you're addicted to anime and watching too much anime on youtube or you're addicted to react videos and you're watching too much react videos and you need to cut it out no one needs eight hours. You need to stop. Mm-hmm. That was Sunday. Monday comes, and I decide to check her app usage around 11 a.m. She's been at school for about three hours now, and she has a combined three hours of YouTube. Oh. At school. Oh. During school. Oh. When she's not supposed to be on YouTube. Yeah. So... The trap was set. Folks, we've talked on here a lot about not setting your kids up to lie and the negative consequences that can have and setting them up to be able to lie. And I set her up to be able to lie, even though I knew the answer. I think you're supposed to set them up for success. I think it's how it goes. (laughs) So she comes home Monday and 
I, I, I catch her right at the door and I say, stop right there. All your stuff on the kitchen table right now. And you can see in her eyes, she's just like, oh, fuck, what did I do? <laughs> I'm like, everything on the kitchen table. So she puts her stuff on the kitchen table and I go, Aubrey, how much YouTube have you watched today? None. Oh, none. So is my app lying? Because it says you have three hours of combined YouTube. Oh, I definitely don't have that. I only have an hour and a half on my phone. Okay. On my phone. Pull out your school computer. Now, this is a computer we don't own that's given to her by the school to use. Ugh. So I don't have any way to get in there and lock it down. So frustrating. Because it's managed by the administration. Yeah. I can't do anything. Except I can pull up the internet history. Nice. And sure enough, starting at like 8 o'clock when she's at school, it's just constant YouTube. So I get upset. And I say, all right, I need you to write me a report on why YouTube is so addictive to young minds. I need that report by the end of the day. So she goes in her room and she's working on this report and she's working and she's working, right? And I'm downstairs working on her shower because we're putting in a new shower, mm-hmm. which is backbreaking labor for me, right? I do not have the back for this. So stuff. you're like, fuck you. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's fucking killing me. So I'm downstairs working on a shower and she has till 930 to write this report. I told her it needed to be a four page report. Jeez. Now she, she had from 3 p.m. Till 9.30 p.m. That's long enough for a four-page report. Six hours, right? Yeah. And handwritten, not typed. Right? You write big, fat-ass letters. You can get through this thing with like three paragraphs. (laughs) But I tell her, you need to have some sources, and you need to cite those sources. And one of your sources can be Wikipedia, but you need four others, which forces her, she's going to have to read. She's going to have to do some research, which she knows how to do. Because they've done in school since she was in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. She knows how to cite her resources. She knows how to do that. So this is what you need to do. And it needs to be done by the end of the day. So I'm downstairs working on the shower, doing the thing. And she's still in her room. She's still in her room. Nothing, right? So I go and I walk in her room. And this is probably about 8 o'clock. And I say, let me see how far you've got. And she's like, okay, hang on. I was like, all right, I'll give you a few minutes. I'm going to go change because I'm covered in shower shit. And I come out to hear her throwing shit in her room, just throwing papers, just like, and I was like, what is your deal? Nothing, nothing. And I was like, how much have you written? Just a sentence. So she had like five or six papers where she had like just written a sentence to like start. Oh, so she's throwing this shit around. I'm like, look, you don't have much time left and you need to get this done. So I shower, I go downstairs, turn on the PlayStation because I need to get my mind off some stuff. Mikkel comes downstairs and she goes, you're going to be mad. (laughs) That's always a great conversation starter. You're going to be mad. (laughs) I was like, okay. She's like, I don't want to tell you because you're going to get mad. (laughs) And I was like, tell me, she hands me this letter. Oh, that was hidden behind like our picture in our bedroom. She does this fucking shit and it drives me crazy (laughs) because we've been working so long. And the phrase I use is you need to live your truth. 
If you're mad at me, you need to be in your truth enough that you can come to my face and say, Dad, I'm mad. Yeah, right? but at least she is telling you some way. Well, well. <laughs> so, McKellen hands me this letter. <laughs> and I don't have it with me. This is a different thing. Ah. Um, because I fucking chucked that thing after I... Boo. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So... I get this letter and I read it. And the letter's like, Dad, you don't care about me at all. And oh, if you did oh, care about that. me, you would know that I'm not addicted to anime <laughs> at all. I don't even have that many anime things. My friend Olivia has seven My Hero Academia bracelets. She's more addicted than I am. And if anything, I'm addicted to YouTube. And I don't. And she wrote IDFK. Which I don't I fucking don't... care. <laughs> IDFK. Think about it. Care doesn't start with a K. Maybe it's I don't fucking know. No, she might. I don't fucking care. Oh. And IDFK. I don't care. You're going to get mad and you're probably going to ground me. But I don't care because you don't listen and I'm mad. And I know you're not going to care about me being mad at all. Wow. That's, I think that's my husband's biggest pet peeve when they start doing the like self deprecating, like, oh, I just don't even matter. I'm just, and the worst. I'm just worthless. <laughs> yeah. okay. He, that is like, that will trigger him. If you want to piss him off, are you the right. same? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't do that self deprecation yeah. bullshit because I've dealt with it my whole life. <laughs> that's my mom. She's a victim of everything. She could punch herself in the face. And she'd cry about how mean she was treated. It's like, <laughs> God damn, you punch yourself in the face. Like, so I call her downstairs and it's 930. Her report is due. I don't know. What do you want me to do with it? I was just offering you some. Oh. Do you want one? Mikhail's got me hooked on this. Do you those. want one? I don't know if I should have two things. Of yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Watermelon or black cherry? Or do you want a Vizzy pineapple mango? I'll do a Vizzy. Those okay. are good. I hate that one. So I'll take a, I'll take whatever you got. Let me mark Alexa, this. Turn off the fire. I feel like we should get rid of our podcast intro, and our podcast intro should just be <laughs> because any parent that drinks, that's like an immediate like Pavlovian response of just like they're gonna be like this. Is oh gonna be God damn, the day's <laughs> over. The kids are in bed. That's yes. the best sound in the world. Although like past week that's been me at like lunchtime <laughs> <laughs> so it's 9 30 her reports due. so i call her downstairs and she comes down and i say is your report done and she goes no it's not <laughs> and then you went bam and smacked her across the face no i held out her little letter <laughs> and i said why are you still doing this shit <laughs> It never works. It never works out for you. And you always get in trouble. Well, you're just going to get mad anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I say, guess what we're going to do? What? We're going to do a little react video. <gasps> I didn't film it, but I said, I'm going to react in real time to you <laughs> reading this letter. <laughs> right? Like... 
this this episode is called Fail to Succeed because <laughs> I'm still failing here. I, this is not the way you should act as a parent. This is not You should never do a react video to a letter that your daughter wrote you. <laughs> like, we didn't record it, but I reacted. I called it but a But I kind of wish you would have. <laughs> well, this is kind of how it went. Okay. So she'd read the first part. You don't care at all. You're right. I don't care about this letter at all. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I'm not addicted to anime. I don't care. You're watching too much YouTube. It doesn't matter what it is. And I'm not addicted. My friend Olivia is. Don't throw your friends under the bus. <laughs> and my friends have more My Hero Academia stuff, so they're addicted. You realize that owning shit doesn't make you addicted. <laughs> We own like a thousand pieces of macaroni. I am not addicted <laughs> to macaroni. I, I have I have like 400 decks of cards for magic. I'm not addicted to magic. Just because you have a lot of... So, I have so many blades of grass. Does Mikkel ever like step between you? It's <laughs> like, let's take a break. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she's in the background and she's either laughing or going like... Arsenio Hall, you know, like clapping, applauding, or going, oh, damn. That is not. <laughs> not really. Oh, man. That's just a joke. <laughs> she wouldn't do that. But it would be funny if she was like, oh, snap. Uh-oh. We have like a react to a react video. Yeah. So <laughs> she's like reading through this thing and she skips the part about you're just going to ground me anyways. She doesn't realize that I've already read the letter. Ah. So she reads through this whole thing. And she gets to the end. And I said, Aubrey, you left out a part. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You left out the part about you being grounded. Oh. Because you are grounded. <laughs> oh. I wasn't going to ground you until I read your letter. <laughs> and I agree with you. You should be grounded. From electronics till the end of the school year. Right? Yeah. Hit them hard, right? <laughs> Hit them hard. So I tell her, your one report has now become two reports. <laughs> okay. So in this letter, she talks about how she's so stupid and she's an idiot and she, all this negative self-talk, right? Yeah. Send her to bed. Go to bed right now. Mikkel walks upstairs and she's in her bed hitting her head against the wall. That's not good. And Mikkel fucking loses her mind. Have you ever seen Mikkel mad? I've heard through you. Mikkel doesn't get <laughs> I've mad. I've also heard through Mikkel. <laughs> Mikkel gets emotional. She doesn't get mad. Oh, okay. And all I hear is, what the hell are you doing? Which, to dad, I'm already mad, right? <laughs> You're like, bruh. <laughs> exactly, right? Out. Like, I go, what's happening? <laughs> I stand up out of my chair as slow as I do because my fucking back's wrecked. And I march up those stairs, which takes 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I get in a room and I just go, what is going on? And Nicole goes, she's hitting her head against the wall. Mm -hmm. I grabbed her and I ripped her out of her. She has like a loft bed. And I literally like firemen carried her outside. Aww. And I set her out on the back porch and I said, if you're going to do that shit, you do it out here because I'm sick of fixing this house and I'm not going to clean up the mess. Aww. <laughs> that makes me so sad. Because this is, this is narcissistic behavior. It this is. is. It's very like. Attention on me. I'm the cry victim. Cry for help. Yeah. Right. And we're standing on the patio and Mikkel's like, hey, 
you guys can't be out here. So I was like, okay, we're going out to the shop. <laughs> we're going out to the wood shop. Right, which is total like like scary movie Final Destination. <laughs> we're in the, all the tools and saw, right? So we go in the shop and I said, look, if you're going to do that shit, this is a perfect spot. I can fix stuff in here cheap. So if you want to hurt yourself, do it. Let's see. Let's see. No, I don't want to. And so I was like, you want to see, you want to see people get hurt? So I hit my head against the wall and I said, did that, what did that fix? What did we both fix? In I doing feel this so shit? stressed right? and scared right, right? Now. And I said, what did we both fix by doing that shit? Nothing. I was like, we're both acting like a bunch of assholes and nothing <laughs> gets fixed with this. Nothing. Yeah. And I said, your report is now two reports. I want one report on the dangers of YouTube on young minds, mm-hmm. why it's addictive, how you can avoid the addiction, symptoms of the addiction, and long-term effects. Mm-hmm. It needs to be two pages, front and back of both pages. So intern four pages, right? Mm-hmm. That needs to be done. Next, I need a report on negative self-talk. What That's it is. That's good because then like, yeah, she'll really th- This is the bad. failing to succeed part. I acted like an asshole. I acted impulsively. And then I fucking tried my best to like (laughs) fix it, right? So I'm like, all right, I need a report on negative self-talk, the effects, and self-harm. Yeah. The effects, how it affects you emotionally, how it affects you physically. And I said, if I ever see you do that shit again, I'm taking you to the hospital and I'm putting you on a psych hold. And I was like, a psych hold means that you're crazy. And you're hurting yourself and you're, I was like, I would rather have you in a hospital on a psych hold and be safe and be safe than hurting yourself. Yeah. And I said, that's really good. I said, I love you too much and I care about you too much to see that shit happen again. And I said, if you didn't like watching me do it, imagine I don't like watching you do it. Yeah. This shit needs to be done. I need these reports tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to Tuesday. Now, Tuesday is an interesting day because Tuesday, Mikkel works nights. So it's just Aubrey and I. So I get home about mid-afternoon on Tuesday and Aubrey gets home from school around three. She comes inside. She doesn't say a word to me. She goes into her room, right? She's doing, doing her school stuff. And I, I tell her I need these reports done. And... They don't get done. Oh. Nothing gets done. Wow. Well. The balls on this girl. Right? Big cojones. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Actually, I missed. Sorry. That was not Tuesday. Are My we apologies. going back in time? No. All right. So, Tuesday. And I don't have a lot to do at work. And my back hurts too much to work in the shower. So, I start getting a little nosy. So I go in her room and I notice that her Nintendo Switch is on the floor hidden behind her desk. Mm. Now, you can watch YouTube on a Nintendo Switch. And I notice she she has a lot of laptops. She has, this kid, this kid doesn't (laughs) want for anything. I don't know a kid in the world that has a MacBook, a Nintendo Switch, like an Amazon Fire tab, two Chromebooks, like. Sounds like maybe some of that should be donated. Yeah. So I start kind of looking around and I take your Nintendo Switch and I turn it on. And sure enough, it's on YouTube. Oh. Right when you log in. So I look up on her bed and I find her Amazon Fire tab and I turn it on. 
And there's no YouTube on it. There's nothing. Hmm. So I hit the search button, and the last search term was YouTube. <laughs> so I click on it, and it loads the browser that I didn't know was on it. Yeah, you have to literally shut off whole web services on those fucking things. Mm -hmm. I was that was one thing I didn't like about Finley getting them because she's three. I'm not getting. She is not going to know what YouTube is until yeah. she's like 17 years old. Yeah. So. Monday night, I had taken away her her MacBook and her Chromebook. So she comes home Tuesday, and I just say, I need every single electronic device out of your bedroom. I need your watch. I need your phone. <laughs> I need your MacBook. I need both your Chromebooks. I need your Nintendo Switch. I need your Amazon Fire Tab. Damn. Like, the only thing I didn't take was her Google Mini. That was this the only thing got I got more take. shit than I do. And she's giving me this look like, why are you being mean like this? And I say, turn on your Nintendo Switch. Why is it on YouTube? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> click on this button, click on this, and let's look at your view history. Aubrey, last night you were supposed to be writing me a report. Why do you have three hours of YouTube last night? Three hours? On your Switch. Holy fucking shit. Aubrey, turn on your Amazon Fire tab. Why do you have an hour oh of YouTube after bedtime? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. This girl. You don't own any devices anymore. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They're all mine. And now you owe me three reports. <laughs> so you owe me the one on YouTube, the one on self-harm. She did that after all this? Negative self-talk. Now you owe me one on respecting our parents and doing what we're told. <laughs> and you don't get any of these devices back. I also took the power cord to her TV because her TV has YouTube. <laughs> oh my gosh she she actually sounds like she's addicted like for right. real it's a big issue yeah it's a problem yeah it is so she hates me tuesday night and tuesday night i find this list in her room <laughs> this list was titled why i have no self-esteem oh damn i'll go through the list and then i want you to tell me what all of these have in common except for one okay all of these except for one Number one, failing math. She's failing math. Her teacher is giving her a P for pass because of COVID. Ooh. She's below an F. And I told her several times, you need to talk to your teacher because they'll help you out and they'll help you get your grade up. If you don't, you're doing something. Why is the teacher letting her pass then? Because it's like a COVID thing because kids are struggling with the online thing and it's kind of like a assumed thing like next year's gonna suck for every teacher because they're gonna have to basically teach last year's and this year's All shit right. right it sucks but th i mean so many kids have just disappeared because of covid because mm. they don't have access to computers and i stuff. guess it's stupid yeah but i told her you fail math you take summer school and you pay for it Ooh. i'm not paying for your summer school yeah because i paid your fees at your fucking school you go to now yeah reasons why i have no self-esteem Failing math. Mm -hmm. Terrible at communicating. Mm -hmm. Horrible at managing screen time. Mm -hmm. Oh, she also did this fucking thing with her eyebrows. She like shaved them back to like here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she shaved her eyebrows off. And she put like a <laughs> little line in them. And I'm fine with the little line. You want to cut a little line, that's fine. And I warned her. Your eyebrows might not grow back because eyebrows are finicky. You, you fuck with them too much and in the wrong way, they might not come back. Not only that, I told her, look, you 
because she took them from the middle out. So it looks like her head's wider at the top than it should be. <laughs> and I explained this to her. You have money. You get an allowance. If you want your eyebrows done, let's take you somewhere where people know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not telling you no. I'm just telling you, don't do it on your let's own. Let's get a professional in yeah. here. Yeah. I don't prefer my own colonoscopies, so you shouldn't do your own eyebrows. That's same, same, same. Same thing. All right. Next one. Going to fail all my tests at school. I just know it. Am, am addicted to or accused of being addicted to anime when I'm not, and I watch barely any anime-related <laughs> videos and have a friend that also loves anime, is a freaking crybaby, can't do anything right. My grandma died. Maybe, just maybe, my meds are making me sad all the time. I don't effing know. Is not good at favorite sport. Is addicted to my phone. I'm not addicted to anime, but I will say I'm addicted to my phone. Dad got an email about summer school. What do all these have in common? They're all in her control. All of them except for my grandma dying. Yeah? They're all in her control. Failing math. Not communicating. Horrible at managing screen time. Fucked my eyebrows up going to fill my tests all of these except for one are things that she can control you know my stepdaughter has been having a very hard time with certain things and a little bit of self-esteem and i honestly think that this age the tween age when you're Fuck. learning who you are on top of covid i think it just fucked everyone's minds well, over not only that but like starting to get your hormones Oh, yeah. You know, like, she's going through these hormonal it's changes. It's like the first boyfriend and her girlfriend time. Like, you're so, getting boobs, your body's changing. Like, right. I think that all that combined is already depressing enough. Like, I was a depressed tween. I remember. I was angsty as fuck. And uh, then you throw COVID, like, not being able to see your friends for a fucking year mm -hmm. on top of it. Like... No wonder these kids are depressed yeah. and going through all this it's shit. Hard. Like, make sure you're checking in with your kids, people. So I call her downstairs and I say, Aubrey, what the hell is this? <laughs> Did you say it like yeah. that? Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> hell is this? I want you to read everything on this list. <laughs> so she read through them and I said, Aubrey, what do all those have in common? I don't know. And I said, they're all in your control. These are all things that you have control over, except for my grandma dying. And I said, you you erase that shit off that list right now. I said, don't you dare use the death of my grandma as an attention-getting device for yourself. That's shitty. Yeah. And then I said, you need to change the title of that list to things I can control or things mm -hmm. I can change. I can't remember. Things I can fix. Oh. And I go through them all, and I say, look, all of these are in control. Failing math, that's on you. Horrible at communicating, again, that's on you. So we went through this list, right? Yeah. All right. Wednesday comes, 9.30 hits. She comes downstairs in tears. Dad, can I have more time on my reports? Hmm. Why are you coming to me at 9.30 when it's bedtime? Why didn't you come to me at 8 when you knew you weren't going to make it? I don't know. I said, you don't cry. I'm not doing the crying thing. You suck it up. You need to communicate with me. And I said, I will give you 
till Friday, Friday night, to have all these done. Mm -hmm. And if they're not done, you're going to be grounded for a second month. Well, now she has no YouTube, right? She's mm -hmm. got nothing. She has no devices, right? So she comes home from school Thursday. She's got nothing to do. Tell her, hey, the rule is your school computer stays at the kitchen table. You sit there and you do your stuff. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm off work on Thursdays and work's pretty light. So I'm working around the house getting stuff done, right? And I tell her, I was like, before you start writing your reports, I need to see an outline for each report to make sure that you're focusing on the right things. She brings out her outline. Her outlines look good. She starts writing her reports. She does a really good job. She good. spends her time reading the articles. She cites her articles. She writes these things, and she's, like, getting them done. And she's, like, figuring this shit out, right? So Friday. Did you give her super mad props? For each one, absolutely. Cool. I read them in front of her as I was standing there, and I said, this is absolutely perfect. You did a great job. Your writing's legible, which is hard because it normally isn't. <laughs> and I said, I said, your sources are good. Your articles are good. Everything's good. I was like, keep going. You're doing great. So she gets them all done. And Friday, she finishes her third one on Friday. And we go to get her vaccine. So it's just her and I in the car on the way to the vaccine. So 20 minutes each way. Mm -hmm. And she starts talking. She's like, Dad, I've learned a lot. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, and I'm really proud of myself for focusing and getting my stuff done. <laughs> and I said, Aubrey, I am too. I just wish I didn't have to take away every single belonging to get you to do it. <laughs> I said, that's a little crazy. Well, as we're driving in the car, she starts talking about, you know, yeah, and, you know, learning about YouTube and the way that these channels are made and everything's targeted towards kids in a certain way. She starts talking about all this stuff she learned and how she's really happy that she was kind of forced to sit down and read about it. Yeah, I think that's good. And we're talking about like negative self-talk. And I said, Aubrey, you know all those like really popular kids at your school, the kids that are like good at everything, and they're amazing at everything. She's like, yeah. And I said, those kids, they don't do negative self-talk. Those kids talk about how fucking amazing they are. They tell themselves all the time, I'm the most attractive, I'm the best at what I do. And I was like, Aubrey, there's, there's something about the way that we talk to ourselves we kind of manifest whatever we talk about. If you talk about how you're going to fail math, you will fail math. Yeah. It will happen. Yeah. You talk about how you suck at communication, you're not going to communicate. Mm -hmm. Positive affirmations, folks. Yep. So Saturday she starts working on some stuff and she comes downstairs and she's like, oh, dad, I talked to my math teacher Friday. Wow. And he helped me fix my grade and he let me retake some tests. Wow. And my grade's now a C. Wow. Which in our family, C's, C's are great. B's are perfection. A's are unattainable. If you get an, <laughs> if you get an A, like fucking awesome. It's, right? Because I feel like parents put way too much pressure on grades at this age when it's. Oh, yeah. Like as long as you're doing the you bare minimum. You should understand and like, right? yeah. Bare, minimums, bare minimum is a C. Trying is a B. And then A should be like your PE and like your, your dumb classes. So she tells me, dad, I'm passing math now and I don't have to do, you know, summer school and I'm communicating better and I'm doing all these things. And I said, Aubrey, come here. I'm going to give you this list and we're going to go through it. And I want you to cross off everything that you've changed. Aww. So she starts crossing them off as we go through them. And she's like, dad, I'm not going to fill my tests at school. I think I'm going to be okay. And 
I'm going to stop watching YouTube so much because I don't think it's good for me after writing my report. And I'm going to stop being a crybaby. And I'm going to learn that I can communicate my feelings instead of just crying all the time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, like she went through like this whole thing, like is not good at my favorite sport. She's like, dad, I'm just going to practice basketball. We have a basketball hoop. Yeah. I'm just going to practice. And if I practice, I'll get better at my sport. Yeah. So we went through and we, we crossed awesome. off all this stuff on this list of things that she can fix. And we sit down as a family Saturday night and, you know, order pizza. I'm like, all right, we're going to watch a movie. And I, I've heard about the movie on Netflix, Mitchell's versus the Machines, mm-hmm. because people have been right ad campaign on Reddit. People talk about how good the animation is and the story. I don't know anything about the movie. All I know is that people say it's good. Mm-hmm. So we, we sit down. It's good too. We sit down as a family to watch this movie that happens to be about a father and a daughter that don't get along, that don't see eye to eye because she makes YouTube videos <laughs> that he doesn't understand. <laughs> and they get in a big fight about computer use and the future and what they're going to do. And there's like in the very beginning of the movie, there's a montage of like her as a little kid and like the stuff they do together. And we're like sitting there and I've got a hood on because our basement's cold. I have to like pull the hood kind of over my face so no one can see that I'm fucking bawling like a baby (laughs) at like this like little montage of her as a little kid and like their fight. And like, you know, the movie doesn't focus on that, focuses on like a robot invasion. But I kept looking at Mikkel like, what the fuck? How is this movie like our life exact right now? Like, how is it this? It probably so- is for a lot of people, especially after like COVID. And I was stuff. like, how is it so fucking relevant? Because we yeah. watch Bob's Burgers and there's some stuff in Bob's Burgers where we're like, what the fuck? They're watching us through <laughs> So we like finished watching this movie and like everything's good now. Like, like she did her thing. She realized that what she was doing was wrong. She wrote her reports. I apologize profusely up and down to her. Look, I shouldn't have gotten mad. I shouldn't have used foul language. I should have been more understanding. And she's like, no, I should have listened. I should have done this. Folks, I I failed up. Yeah. Is what happened. I failed up. I succeeded by being an asshole. And then realizing I was being an asshole. And then you fixed it. And then we fixed it. And now everything's better. She's still grounded from electronics. Yeah. So I've given her her phone back. Because I don't, I don't feel it's right for parents to take away your ability to communicate with your friends. No, not right now. A lot, well, ever. A lot of parents don't realize how important friend groups are, because we forget when we were that age and how important our friendships were. Yeah. You go to your friend, you could tell, your friend, "Fuck, my dad's being an asshole," mm-hmm. and they say, "Yeah, my dad's an asshole too." And you bond and you share and you help each other. Yeah. So I gave her her phone back. And the apps she has access to are her text messages, her Google Hangouts, Maps, Spotify for music, and the phone. Hmm. That's it. That's all she needs. Good. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. I don't want to take away your ability to talk to your friends. That's good. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. We're in a good place now. That's awesome. We understand each other. We understand where we're both coming from. And she's written these reports and she's learned a lot about negative self-talk and self-harm and YouTube. I failed up. That sounds like a frustrating week where even after all that was happening and then she still gets on YouTube, like I probably would have absolutely lost my shit 
too. Yep. So she helped me all weekend on the shower, doing tile in her shower. I let her, you know, most dads don't let kids do stuff that they can screw up. And I let her tile an entire wall of her shower, and she loved it. She's got this pride now in, like, what we're making in the shower together. And now it's, like, both of us together. And I had spoken to her. I was like, Aubrey, I'm making you a priority. Even though I don't want to do this shower, I'm making you a priority because I want you to have a nice space. Yeah. Your mom and I just want you to make us a priority and yourself a priority. That's it. That's That's all we need. Yeah. And we're good now. Good. Things are good. That's awesome. It was a rough week. <laughs> that sounds it was like fucking it. rough. Because because you you had texted me Tuesday and you're like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Fuck, fuck everything, <laughs> fuck this." And you're like, "You you should just come hang out." I can't. My wife works late. Aubrey's in trouble. <laughs> it was a rough week. Yeah, it sounds like it. But I'm glad it all turned around. Oh. Yeah, and like. Because, like, throughout the whole thing, Mikkel would look at me like, okay, calm down. Okay. Oh, no, that's a good one. Okay, let's back up just a little bit. Hey, there's an idea. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. She's like a fucking, like, traffic <laughs> cop trying to get everyone not to crash into each other at the same time. I think being able to apologize to your own kids is big. Because I wish there were a few times that I feel like my parents should have apologized to me and they didn't. And I didn't learn how to do it till I met my husband. And that it's okay to be like, I fucked up and I was totally wrong and I'm so sorry. Like, it feels so good when someone comes to you, says that, and then you're just like, thank you. And then you move on and yeah. everyone's happy. If you just are like, well, I kind of fucked up, but she fucked up too, so I don't care, and I'm right. not going to... Like, no, if you fuck up, just apologize. Right. And, and move on. Uh, the quote I brought up in our last episode was, the axe forgets, but the tree remembers. And in these scenarios where we act like this and where we get so mad, we forget about these pretty easy. But it shapes who our children are. Yeah. The whole experience, start to finish, shapes how they see their world, shapes how they see us, and shapes their future relationships. Mm-hmm. And there's a skill to apologizing. Mm-hmm. The way my parents used to apologize to me, hey, I'm sorry I got so mad, but next time, don't do this and don't do this and don't do this. So you're like, this isn't a fucking apology. You're just lecture. This is lecture part two, electric boogaloo. Yeah. I don't want this. And so when I apologize to Aubrey, is hey, I'm sorry I got so mad, and I'm sorry I swore. That's never okay, and you deserve better. That was it. Yeah, no the buts. end. And she apologized. She said, Dad, I acted like a jerk, and I shouldn't have done that. The end. Yeah. And I said, hug. Aubrey, thank you. I forgive you. Like, and that's it. And we moved on, and we haven't brought it up again. And that's the way it is. I don't know that my parents did apologize to me when I was a kid. I can't remember and time or instance with my mom it was us she sat all three of us kids down i'm sorry you're all in trouble but you don't listen to me and you don't do this and it's like it's not an apology you're just shifting blame yeah you think you're apologizing but you're not yeah so so what's your best worst and what now well the worst is everything i just talked about (laughs) the best is that now we can kind of move forward yeah you failed up Aubrey has, we went through this last year with her goals. She now has kind of a focus. And I said, look, now that you're taking a break from electronics, let's get your cosplay going. Because she wants to cosplay as Deku from My Hero Academia. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, let's get your cosplay going. So she's taking home ec at school and she's learning to sew. Well, That's she wants cool. to, we have all the fabric and a pattern for her to sew a jet, jumpsuit. So I was like, let's focus on your, on your cosplay and I'll help you. And this is something we can do together. And then yesterday, one of her friends invited her to go to Comic-Con in Salt Lake, the FanX experience. Mm-hmm. And she had asked Mikkel and Mikkel was like really nervous. And she's like, I don't know what we say. And I say, we say, hell yeah. Yeah, go. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I was like, this is great. This gives you a timeline. You know what you need. You want your cosplay done by mid-September. Yeah. You set out a timeline. You can earn some money. You can do this stuff and you can plan it with your friend. And I think this is a great use of your summer. Mm-hmm. So. so awesome. The worst was how shitty it had to get before it got better. Yeah. And the best is spending time with her working on the shower where she gets to learn a new skill and she gets to develop this like self-esteem that I did this, I did this shower Mm -hmm. and I get to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and like we're in a really good place now, but it took, sometimes it takes that shit to end up in that good place. Yeah. And I think if we can show our kids that things can get really bad, but good can come out of it. I feel like we set them up for their future relationships because we, we learn to accept the love we think we deserve. And if our parents constantly treat us like shit, we learn that the love we deserve is shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your what now? The what now is we're going to continue working on YouTube addiction. We're going to continue working towards actual things that help. Like she's getting into makeup and I'm like, look, YouTube is great to learn how to do stuff. You want to learn how to do your makeup? I was like, there's several channels of these guys that do makeup, like guys, guys that do makeup. That's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, there are. And I was like, yes, your dad watches gay guys do makeup on YouTube because it's fucking amazing. It's some of the coolest art I've ever seen. And I was like, let's use YouTube for that. Yeah. Let's use it to learn how to do our makeup. Let's learn it, use it to learn how to do our cosplay. Let's use it as a tool. It's that meant sounds to be. like Aubrey's what now, though. What's Cody's what now? Cody's what now is I'm going to finish the busy. <laughs> do you um, think maybe going back into therapy would be good if you feel like you're consistently going into a dark place well i'm not consistently going into a dark place okay i'm pretty even killed for the most part that's good mikhail mikhail's the one who kind of takes things a little bit more personally than i do i only tend to really step up when i see shit like going south Hmm. that's when i step in because i mean i'm a pretty easygoing guy yeah i don't complain about much and I love to give people the benefit of the doubt as much as I can. Yeah. Because I fucking mess things up every day all the time, constantly. <laughs> so I know the feeling. And it's okay to feel that. It's okay. As long as we know that it's in our control and we can fix it. It's good. What's your worst, best, what now? Um, My best is that I was laid up a lot, but I still got my stepdaughter awesome birthday gifts that she was so excited about and i still got because it was my dad's birthday as well and finley's brothers in quotation mark birthday and mother's day and i got all the gifts and everyone was super happy 
and liked them a lot. That's huge because I never think about that stuff. It's always <laughs> like, oh, hey, it's someone's birthday today. Fuck. All right. Let's <laughs> go to the store. Um, my worst is since I've had a hysterectomy, I feel kind of like I'm having postpartum anxiety again. Because when I had Finley, I was like, nothing can happen to her. And now she's outside of me and I can't protect her and she's going to die immediately. And now that I don't have a uterus, that's all I'm getting is her. So, so now like- nothing can happen to her. Like now I'm going through that again where I'm like... I can't like, which you can't replace a fucking kid anyway. And even if something happened to her, like we wouldn't have another one. Like we've discussed this in depth. Like it's, it's like it's like owning a sports car. Look, I can't replace this shit. Okay, <laughs> we're just gonna look at it. It's not allowed out of the house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I'm having. I feel like I'm going through postpartum anxiety again. So I did ask my OBGYN, can I have some more Xanax? And he's like, I don't even have like on your record because it shows like the last two years of meds. And he's like, I don't even see that I gave you Xanax. Do you remember what milligrams? I'm going to have to go back. Um, So at least like I only needed 30 day supply the last time and I was good for two and a half years. And then I got another supply and also I'm seeing my therapist tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So that's my what now. It's, I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going through that again. Let's get this shit under control. You know, I think that's like, I think that's the theme of our podcast is. Let's get this shit under control. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 I feel like being a parent is like, you've got to wreck it. It's like, it, we're fucking weathermen, right? We're reading the signs. We're looking at the sky. We're looking at like the way the clouds are going. <laughs> and it's our job to like mitigate the damage. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. Because, yeah, fucking little kids are people. Yeah. And they don't make sense. No. No. Yep. Like, like if I saw that Mikkel was spending eight hours on YouTube, I'd be like, hey, you okay? You okay? <laughs> Doing equal get therapy or something, you're going to be all right. <laughs> but, it, you know, a kid, and you're just like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah, get the fuck off. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Going through lots of shit right now. Fail to succeed, people. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do that than, like... Succeed to fail? Yeah, just be like, oh, everything's great. Everything is good. My daughter's in prison. <laughs> well, I hope that wasn't too boring. No, I think it was a valuable lesson. Like, I don't want people to think that, like, I'm telling my horn as some, like, great parent. And this is why I'm telling these, like, stories is, like, I fucking felt like shit. And I felt like I failed. And it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. But it took everything in me to, like, like, yeah, come up with this idea of writing these reports. And, like, I can't teach you this stuff. You should, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope people can see some honesty in there. Yeah, valuable lessons. Well, if you have a... uh, Failing up story or... or A double standard step-parent story, you can email us at... Hello at unqualifiedparenting.com. Like, subscribe, share, tell your family and friends to listen. We have an Instagram handle... It's it's good. It's good to handle. It's at unqualified parenting. 
And we have all of our guests that follow us on there. So if you need any a good sleep consultant person or a good pediatric neurologist or people like that that you've heard on this podcast, most of them are on there following us. And we also follow all of them. So if you need to track them down, you can click on who we follow or who follows us and Mm -hmm. you'll find great resources. Again, we might not be the best podcast for you, but we want you to find a podcast that helps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have survived another fortnight of parenting. Bye, folks. Unqualified Parenting is written, produced, edited, and hosted by Jennifer Jones and Cody Reese. With special thanks to our families and listeners for making each episode possible.